I V M. Hey guys, welcome to the Positively Unlimited podcast. We're slowly inching towards the end of this A to Z series, which is all about work-life balance. Well, we're on the letter U, and the word for today is unplug. Some of you might be smiling that I chose this word, and some of you may be wondering why in the world would I choose a word like unplug? Well, let's just get one myth out of the way, or one way of thinking, or let's strike off one particular unhealthy way of thinking. Stop judging your need for rest. It is okay to pause. It is okay to take a nap. It is okay to take a break. It is okay to take the leaves that you are eligible for. It is okay to take a weekend off. And it is absolutely okay to switch your laptop off at the end of the day. I think it's about time that we stopped glorifying working 18 hours and 20 hours a day. Yes, there are certain industries where the culture is like that. But while you may be a part of that culture, it does not mean that it is right. And nobody should be glorifying it. No, you should not be proud of the fact that you're being asked to work for 20 hours a day, five days or six days a week. Because here's the truth. You aren't getting any brownie points for that. Neither are you going to get a pay hike. And when you eventually do reach the kind of salary you want to reach or the monies you want to reach and the designation you want to reach, you mostly are not going to have your health with you at that point of time to be able to enjoy the money that you are earning. So it's about time that everybody learns to place some boundaries and learns to unplug. Now, I understand that you can't change an entire industry or a culture overnight. And that's not what I'm asking you to do. But I'm asking you to take better care of yourself in whatever way possible, starting right now in the job, in the industry, in the field, in the office organization that you are in, which means you work around the current culture. You don't try to break through it, nor do you throw a tantrum to make a point of any sort. So I'm going to give you certain ideas. Try it. See how it works. See if it helps you. In the beginning, when you implement these actions, you are going to feel restless and you are going to feel anxious. You have to live through it. You have to keep going. And every day you have to look back and say, okay, that wasn't so bad. Nothing bad happened. We're doing fine. So the first action to do is when you finish your work at the end of the day, I want you to shut your laptop down. No, don't just put the lid down. Don't hibernate it. Shut down every single day. Consciously and manually do that. The second thing that you want to do, please do not keep your laptop, your diaries or anything work related next to your bed. Make sure that your workspace, even if because we are all working from home, even if your bed is doubling up as your workspace in the daytime, make sure that your laptop, your work diaries, your pen, your reading glasses, whatever it is, your ear pods, etc., etc., is kept away from your bedside, preferably in a drawer, in the cupboard, somewhere where it is out of sight. What do these two actions enable you to do? 
Well, when you shut down your computer or your laptop for the day, subconsciously, every single day that you do this, you are telling your mind, okay, we are off work now. And when you don't keep things next to your bedside, your work things next to your bedside, you are creating a differentiator. You are ensuring that the last thing on your mind when you go to sleep and the first thing when you wake up is not work. Also, it ensures that you are not tempted to grab your laptop and switch it on first thing in the morning or you are not sitting with it all the way till you can't keep your eyelids open. On to tip number three. I know that all of us have our emails configured on our phones. You need to switch on and switch off the notifications, which means the moment you shut down your laptop, you need to go to your phone settings and manually switch off the notifications for any incoming emails. Remember one thing, whatever work comes in, it can be dealt with during working hours. Again, you are not getting any brownie points, nor are you being paid extra, nor are you climbing up the ladder faster by responding to one email at 11 p.m. in the night. That is not happening. So if you have your emails on your phone, switch off notifications. And in this same breath, I know that most of us are on these office WhatsApp groups, whether it's of your team or of the office as a whole, whichever it is. Make sure that when you switch off your laptop and you turn off the notifications for emails, you also turn off the notifications for this WhatsApp group. Mute it for eight hours. These are important pieces to do. Like I said, in the beginning, you may feel restless. You may feel anxious. Oh my God, I'm answerable, etc., etc. Please make sure that you inform everyone in your team who reaches out to you specifically. And this is an optional piece but this is how I would do it. You inform your immediate boss or your immediate team that if they need to reach you and it needs to be an emergency, something that cannot be dealt with the next day, they need to call you up because you will no longer be responding to emails or WhatsApp messages beyond a certain time in the night. And it's not because you don't want to, but because you're going to switch off notifications. So you're not even going to know that something has come to you for you to check it. The moment you start doing this, you will be placing boundaries. If you are leading a team, please encourage your team to do the same thing. Set up this system for your own team. I know that there are many team heads and managers who listen to my podcast. Just imagine if you do it for you and five people in your team. That's how many people's mental health you are helping restore along with yours. Let's talk a little bit about weekends before I end this episode. It's very difficult to keep everything on mute all through the weekend. You're going to be very restless. It's going to make you extremely anxious. You're going to feel like, oh my God, something's going to go wrong and I'm going to get pulled up for it. So you keep everything on mute. However, you set an alarm which will ring twice in the day on a Saturday and twice on Sunday, right? So twice in a day. When you can manually go to your email and to your WhatsApp groups and check the messages. But here's the rule, and this requires self-control. Do not reply to anything that can be dealt with on a Monday morning. So the question to ask yourself is this, what will happen if I respond to this only on Monday? And if your answer is nothing, then shut the app and keep your phone aside. 
these tips that I've given you, they're very small actions, but they will have a very, very big impact. I also know that some of you have team heads and bosses who work till late in the night. They also will keep messaging on the WhatsApp group and they will ask all kinds of questions at 7 p.m. in the evening. If I were you, I wouldn't hesitate to sit down with the HR team and have a conversation with them about it because I'm sorry, but if they're spending their entire day doing whatever it is that they're doing and they're messaging the team post 7 p.m., then someone needs to rectify that system. Also, another perspective to consider is this. Some people like to work till late. It's how they function. Also, work is the be-all and end-all of their life. They don't really have other things happening in their life. They don't really think other things are important in their life. And so they may be the kind of leaders or bosses or managers who will message all the way late into the night. Well, the question to ask yourself is, do I need to respond right now or can I respond to this in the morning? If I were you, I would try responding the next day and see what kind of reaction I get. And if I don't really get any major reaction and it seems like the person is okay with getting a response the next day, then you need to understand that they are messaging you when things are on their mind, possibly so that they get it out of their system and they've done their bit. They aren't really expecting an immediate response. This is an absolute possibility. But you will never be able to know this for sure unless you try sending a response during working hours, unless you try to not respond post those working hours. You know, and when I'm saying this, there's another bit that's coming to me. Another thing to do is if you have a WhatsApp group for your team, when you are logging off for the day, it might be a good thing to put a message on that group to say, hey guys, uh, had a great day with you guys, but I'm logging off for the day now. Um, all messages and emails will be replied to only tomorrow morning. This is an option that you can try. Well, I hope that this episode full of pro tips to unplug help you to draw the lines to create a certain demarcation between work time and personal time. Remember, this series is all about work-life balance. And unless you draw some strict lines and adhere to it, you aren't going to be able to build that sense of balance or regain it. If you're wondering how to listen to all the other episodes of this series and of the podcast in general, well, they're available on the IBM Podcast app as well as website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, do connect with us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is IBM Podcast. You can also connect with me, Chetna, on Instagram. My handle is Positivity Angel. 